Hey guys, Ash here for the Colors and Blues and welcome to the match reaction of tonight's game as Wolverhampton Wanderers 1, Everton 2. Somehow we have held on and beaten Wolves who, after a wonderful start to the game, we really kind of, something just disappeared. Either, you know, we were just really poor ourselves or, you know, Wolves changed their mindset and their game plan to, you know, counter-attack ours because once we got the goal, um, we didn't really kind of keep the pressure on and it was it was a hard battled uh, three points so yes back into the, the top four you can we can say yeah we can be happy to be there but it's the manner of the way that we're playing games and winning games can be a worry at times because we're you know apart from Alex Awobi who I thought was man the match today I thought he was absolutely brilliant today I don't know what this guy has to had to do today he did everything that was attack minded you know everything he got the ball the bot the, the worst part was the other guys didn't read what he was doing and made no attempt to help him out when he was getting to the byline and getting into decent positions so when he did manage to get crosses in there was no players in the box Sigerson wasn't there Hammers wasn't there Luca Dean you know he had a couple of chances where he put balls into the box and again nobody was there <clears throat> so it made it very difficult and especially for Alex Iwobi so happy that he got on the on the goal the the the, the, the to get on the goal sheet tonight because I, I really think he his his recent performances have merited that he get on the goal sheet and hopefully that even spurs him on even more and shows them other lazy shites that were on the pitch tonight what to do and how to react when a player gets forward. Go and help the guy. Go and help him. Anyway, as the team was announced, I was very perplexed of how we were going to play. You know, it looked like it was going to be a five at the back and we're going to be playing without a striker. You know, Dominic Calvert-Loon, we knew wasn't going to be there. Richarlison was only on the bench, so I imagine he didn't really want to risk him much. Uh, it was great to see Luca Dina back, and uh, obviously he played on that left wing-back situation with Iwobi on the right-hand side, and then the attack, uh, even if you can call it an attack front two, of Guilfrey Sigurdsson or Hamas Rodriguez, it turned out to be as as on the commentary they called him the fake number nine, Guilfrey Sigurdsson. He really just had a poor game, not because he just had a poor game in general, but it's not his position, and he was just not there to be able to, you know, to help out in that position. So it was a very slow for first few minutes, and then burst into life then with the uh, my my goal pick as I would call them, it will be on the discussion. A lovely move. Uh, between he started the move actually, it went to Hamas Rodriguez. Hamas Rodriguez then found Luca Dean on the on the left hand side and a lovely ball on the outside of the foot. Uh, it will be hit it and it was an absolutely brilliant finish and I'm so so happy for the guy. It was hard then to watch after that because we then sat back, really really we sat back and it, sometimes it looked like it was a back eight, and even in the commentary, the guys were saying you know I can't think of the other guy but Matt Holland was there and he was going. Why is Luca Dean, no, not Luca Dean, why is the Corey being so back? It was like at times he looked like he was another centre back, which meant that it left Tom Davies isolated at times. So it was great when you were being, you were being counter attacked and they're there as an extra precaution, but then he was kind of staying in that position. So when, that meant that when Tom Davies, or we did actually have the ball, there was no outlet. He wasn't there to help him. So Tom D Davies 
ended up doing his usual backwards and sideways passes because when he did have the ball in the middle of the park he had nowhere else to go there was no outlet and then as I mentioned earlier at the start when the ball did find Alex Awobi and he was making these lovely runs and taking on players the players didn't react to him and that was the guy you know his don't let me I gotta be completely honest his crosses weren't always the best but the fact was even if the crosses weren't the best when they did come into the box there was nobody there to get them so Shortly after that, we didn't hold on to the lead very long. It was a nice finish um, by Neves to put Wolves back into the game. And then they went on the front foot after that. They really played well. And the the positive side for us is that the way we were set up defensively was really well. You know, Michael Keane and Yerdy Mina didn't have very much to do. And it meant that it, there was, it was a lot of freedom for Luca Dina and uh, Alex Awobi getting forward uh, Godfrey was did well as well you know quietly went about his business so in that point of view it was absolutely great but just when the chances came for us to break away that's where the, the, the poor part was so Awobi was needing help as I said um, he got in behind Wolves a number, a number of occasions nobody there to assist him his movement was absolutely brilliant today the 25th minute another shot from Neves at long distance it was par- it was parried very badly by Pickford now for a corner and Wolves are really up for it at this point and we were really slow to get anything really moving so a half hour gone it was 1-1 but Wolves was definitely the better side uh, the Curry you know, sorry, Dunga, Don Donka, I think it was, had a lot of space on the ball. He had a couple of opportunities where he could have got a couple of goals. Um, so we were entering the, the last few minutes of the half, and Wolves at this point are really just just shading it on the the playing the chances. We looked great defending, but just looked very very shaky trying to get out and very slow. Then uh, Donka fluffed another shot. Just before the half hour mark where he was, he, not that he was true, but he had time to set himself to absolutely hit a, you know, a, lovely, a lovely shot. But he absolutely fluffed it, thankfully. So it was another warning for us. So that brought us to half time, 1-1. And the decent start that we had made had, had slowly slipped away. And Wolves were definitely had, had read our gameplay. You know, whatever way we had set up, they completely amended theirs to counter ours. And we just didn't have anything to, to offer for it at the time. So we were kind of hoping, I suppose, that uh, Richarlison might come on for the start of the second half. And although it's, I am quite negative about it, even though we have won, we sat back a lot. That's you know whether you're winning or losing, we 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 tend to sit back uh, too much. And this blasted formation, this you know the the three four three or the the five three one five three two. I want that banned from ever the football club. Uh, Carlo Ancelotti's already called it the emergency one. But forget the emergency one because it doesn't suit our play. It doesn't suit any of the players that we have on the pitch. So we need to scrap scrap that. Um, if you are going to do something like a 5-3-2, well then you need two strikers on the pitch. You can't just be having Hamas Rodriguez who, again, very slow today. I'll still maintain and say that he's just... Not 100% fit. I thought Hamas Rodriguez was a lot quicker. A quicker player than what he is. I thought he had a bit more pace about him. But it doesn't look like he has any pace there whatsoever. And obviously uh, Gilfie Sigerson just was not in the game at that point in time. So as the second half started. A very quick start by Wolves. A quick corner. We again were defending them well. But then 
we you know with attack led by Guilford Sigerson, it just just wasn't working. But it was nice to see Decorey starting the second half in more advanced positions. So when we did get the ball back, it gave him and Tom Davies more room to get the ball moving when we could. Um another chance for I think it was uh Dundonka, he had another chance again. There's another another one by uh, Ruben Neves, he had, you know, he it's like we all sat back and said, "Hey guys, yeah, look, you have the ball there. We, you know, just have a pop there." He had that much time. He was able to get the ball, flick it up, and he absolutely rammed home pretty much a volley that came just wide of the post. It was very, very difficult to watch because we, our counter attack was all gone down the right hand side with. Uh, Alex Awolvi and again every single time he got into the positions it does what they just weren't reading what he was doing maybe they thought that he's just going to lose the ball uh, there was one actually particular moment where he actually went Alex Awolvi went and he took on one particular player from pretty much the byline and he went and he went and he went and he kept going and kept going and kept going and the lads just watched him they just they didn't go. Oh my God! Look at look at this! Look look at Alex is doing and chase after him and give him assistance. They kept on just stood there strolling, watching him. And in the end, he did get he got to the boy line and he did get a cross in. Now, don't get me wrong, the cross was never going to, you know, be a danger to Wolves. But the fact was, there's more chance of something happening if you have players in the box and they just did not watch him at all. The Curry got a yellow card for a tackle. Uh, on Netta, I think it was, and Netta was down for quite a long period of time. So the thought actually, Decorey looked quite worried. He got a yellow card for it. Um, the a free kick by I think it was Ruben Neves as well, and uh, crashed off the the very corner of the crossbar. Pickford was in you know no sides whatsoever, and you're I suppose you're thinking, okay, we're got, we're, we'll we'll take a one one the way that we're playing, but it was nice. That you know, it was a, a corner by 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 Hamas Rodriguez. It didn't come to anything. It went over everyone, and now on the on the left hand side, the substitute Andre Gomez whipped it back in, and there was Michael Keane to put us back ahead. And at that point in time, it wasn't what you would say the deserved. Um, I think at that point, uh, both teams would have taken a one one, and the way we were set up, it was like we we're, we're going for a one one because. It went on and went on and went on before we had any substitutes. You're thinking, does Carlo Ancelotti actually want to win this game? But um, 15 minutes to go, we did see Richarlison did come on for Guilfi Sigurdsson. A strange, we did have Gomez come on before that, which is kind of, fair enough, it worked to our advantage. In fact, he's the one that had the assist for the header for Michael Keane. But we held on, guys, and you know it was it was a hard a hard game to watch. Don't don't get me wrong. We're back up into the top four, you know. But and man, I have to I have to give congratulations to the commentary team. I can't think of the other guy on uh, Astro Supersport who was doing the commentary with our good old Irish uh, Irish international ex international uh, Matt Holland. He was saying how could we be could we be continue uh, be added into that bracket of potential title contenders? You know, most people when it gets to January February. Now I know we played a bit more or less games than normally would because obviously we're still playing catch up. But you know, for him to turn around and say, it was you know, could you put everything in that bracket? And Matt Holland comes, oh no, there's bigger, there's bigger teams than everything out there. They're going to be title challengers. Well, like thanks for the vote of confidence, <laughs> Mister Holland. Um, I can recall really you only doing one or two things in your career as a footballer, and one of them was actually scoring the winner against Cameroon for Ireland. And you know, it, it just because 
your career didn't get to the, the heights of a lot of others, you know, give everything a bit of credit. You know, yes, I am being being negative here in the way we're playing, but I still have the belief that even though we're playing really, really poor, we have got the players that if the right substitutes are made, the right you know, the right acquisitions of signings are made and the right moments to get a chance chances for everyone to get goals and get get wins, we can actually do it. And we're up there because We've been playing well enough to get up there. Some results haven't gone our way. Some results have. Some results are completely gone against the run of play for us and against us. So we're up there. You know, the, the table speaks for itself. Yeah, by this time tomorrow evening, we could be back down to, you know, sixth or seventh. But the fact is that we're in there amongst them. So Matty Holland, give us a bit of credit there, you know. Next time you're on an Everton game, give us a bit of credit. Anyway, guys, that's it. Um, Finish 2-1. Back into the top four. Great, great to see it. Don't I hate being that negative, but it's very, very hard to not say what you see on the pitch. Very, very hard. You know, Hamez wasn't in the game, but you know, he, he started off well, don't get me wrong. He started off well, especially for that pass for Lucadinia that found a wall before our opening goal. But then he slowly slipped out of that game. Gilfie Sigurdsson wasn't really in it at all. The Corey maybe better in the in the second half. The first half he was like um, a fifth centre centre back. Um, Dinia did okay. Godfrey did okay. We just need to find that you know if we have to play this formation at times as an emergency formation, well then we have to have a way of playing that formation and not just relying on hopeful you know because. Think back now to Jane Tosin, who was on the bench this evening. He, you know, my stream did go right into injury time, so I don't know whether he got to come on the pitch or not. Um, but for him to score in the FA Cup at the weekend, and then when we need a striker to start the game, Rashalis is not ready to start. Dominic Cavalloon is out. Like that morale has to be bad for him because he said, "Well, if I got to do then to actually get to start a game, because I would have started him like instead of Gilfie Sigurdsson, for sure, because." He might he mightn't be the quickest striker in the world, but if that's the position that he plays, and Gilfie Sigurdsson just looked lost in that position. Maybe in his number ten role, that's fine, but in that front forward line wasn't going to work. Anyway, guys, that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been episode number forty four of the Golden Blue Podcast. Take care and stay blue.